the scripture reading and the text, the message is Psalm 13. We'll read that together, Psalm 13. like to read along, you can find that on page 453. Hear the word of the Lord. Psalm 13, to the choir master, a psalm of David. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemy say, I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Beloved congregation of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, do you pay attention? Do you think about what is happening uh, when you receive the blessing or the benediction of the Lord at the beginning and at the end of the worship services? Psalm 13 helps us to understand and to appreciate how much we need this blessing and why we can be so thankful to Jesus Christ for obtaining this blessing for us. If you have Psalm 13 in front of you, you can see that the main request of the prayer is that God might pay attention. It's verse 3. That God might pay attention, consider his people, they might answer them when they cry out, and that he might give light to their eyes. And the rest of the psalm makes it clear that this is something that the church asks for when it feels like God has forgotten his people, that's verse 1, when he has hid his face from us, so that we no longer feel that the blessing of his face Shining upon us, like we sang in Psalm 80, uh, stanza 8. And when we lose a sense of God's favor outside of his, his blessing, we, we often, we read in verse 2 as well, we, we take counsel in our soul. It means we're trying to discover what we have done to contribute to our hardships. And this constant introspection and doubt can lead to agony in our heart, also in verse 2, that, that suffering leads us to become anxious and sad as we look around for relief. And vulnerable and exposed, it does not take long for the enemy to prevail against God's people. Without the blessing of the Lord, we see that the false solutions of the world take over and and so we see the, the enemy has to do with those who lead us into temptation and away from God. The enemy prevails when we're starting to, to look away from the Lord for help. Will we also sleep the sleep of death like we read about 
in verse 3. And never return to God's favor. And when we feel like that, when we feel like we are distant from God, when there is that, that sorrow and that anxiety in our hearts, when the temptations are growing around us and growing strong, Psalm 13 gives us words of a prayer that we can direct to the sovereign God. And when we pray these words, even as we sing them as a prayer, we are showing that we believe that God is able to help us. We pray in verse 3, first part, that the Lord might consider our situation. We say, that's in verse 5, we pray that because we trust in his steadfast love, our plea for help is based on the Lord's covenant promises to love us unconditionally, in grace. Our plea is based on, on his grace toward us. And we pray to God then to answer us, that's also verse 3, because he is who he is. He is the Lord. He is Yahweh. And then verse 13, or sorry, verse 5 of Psalm 13 says, our hearts may rejoice in his salvation. So we turn to the Lord, we say, consider us, answer us, and we say that because he's a covenant God who has shown himself over and over to be the Lord who saves. You can think of that, Genesis 3, verse 15, right after the fall into sin, he, he said, he, he said the, uh, the son of the, the woman, the promise, will crush the head of the, the serpent, the enemy. We can think of Noah's family in the ark, the exodus from Egypt, the return from exile, and then especially what we know so well, the sending of his very own son that all reveals to us who our God is. He is the Lord Yahweh who saves. We believe that God will consider. He will answer us because we continue to rejoice in the finished work of our Savior, Jesus Christ. He did pay for our sins on the cross. He did obey the law with his whole life. And he calls us now to, to share in his victory and to have that clearly signed and sealed to us by taking bread and drinking of the cup of the Lord, the celebration of the Lord's Supper. And as we do that, we the words of Verse 6, are on our minds, indeed, the Lord has dealt bountifully with us. We pray in verse 3 that the Lord might light up our eyes. It speaks of, of giving us hope. And as we consider then how bountifully he has blessed us, we see also how he lights up our eyes. That was in Psalm 19. We sang stanza 3. It's in Psalm 19, verse 8. And if you open up your your Bibles to that. And there you'll read that the Lord has revives, he, he enlightens our eyes with his law, with his instruction. And as the law, the instruction of the Lord is fulfilled in Jesus Christ, the prayer of Psalm 13 is spoken once again by the church in Ephesians 1. I'll read it. Ephesians 1, verses 17 to 19, it says, The God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that he may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, 
having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know the hope to which he has called you, and what are the glorious riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe. And then we see how the Lord lights up our eyes, how he, he gives us hope. And we ask that question, do you know the hope to which he has called you? Do you understand that immeasurable greatness of his power and how much you need his blessing? You see, God forgot his Son, Jesus Christ, while he was on earth, he, that means he, he abandoned him so that Jesus Christ would bear that curse that we notice in verse 1. The Lord hid his face from his own son so that we would never have to suffer such abandonment. That is the blessing that we have in Jesus Christ. Christ Jesus prayed the how long prayer of Psalm 13, so that we might be assured of God's favor, of God's answer, so that we might receive the blessing of the Lord. We do not need to fear that sleep of death or being swallowed up by the unhelpful so-called solutions of the world. For those who trust in the Lord, we see, verse 4, will not be shaken. The life-changing blessing that you receive in the worship services, bought with the blood of the Son of God, Jesus Christ, it changes your life. It's real. It's genuine. It's an answer to our prayers. Without it, you will sink and fail. But when you have the name of the Sovereign Lord on your head, you can find in Him a rich fullness that brings joy, that brings rest. As we saw in Psalm 116, as you, as you came in, you can find rest in the Lord, for He has dealt bountifully with us. You can live your life knowing that God has richly blessed you in His love. He has filled your cup to overflowing you can be assured that Christ is your Savior because he comes to us in his word. He has granted you the desires of your heart. In his goodness, you can find rest. It's a beautiful way to start your day, to start your week. With that blessing of the Lord resting upon you, we begin our day, we begin our week out of the, the calmness the peace of knowing and experiencing the love of God in Jesus Christ. Amen. We'll now stand together to sing the same psalm, Psalm 13. Uh, we'll sing stanzas 1, 2, and 3, standing if you're able to stand. 